Sunday. Must be 4 o'clock, because here I am and there you are. Wasn't here last weekend. It was Labor Day weekend, but I'm here this weekend. So hopefully you've got some great questions for me. And we have a special guest coming on at 5 o'clock. It's going to be Dr. Ralph. And those of you that have been in the pet world are very familiar with that name. He is the guru, the master of masters of doing ultrasounds. And so what I wanted to do is uh, I hadn't touched base for a while with him and something came up about ultrasounds. And so I wanted to have him on so we can educate all you guys. What's the difference between an ultrasound and what's the difference between an x-ray? And when is an x-ray more important? And then when is an ultrasound more important? So that'll be Dr. Ralph at five o'clock. So make sure you stay tuned to the end of the hour. And then this is our first week without Carly. Remember last week was Carly's Last week was Carly's, um, uh, yeah, I can talk, uh, last week. And so now you're, you're, you know her, you love her, and everybody, she's been with my show uh, for a couple of times, and a couple of times, quite a few times, and that's Hope. So Hope is going to be taking over for Carly, so be kind and gentle when you call in. Because uh, uh, my show, out of all the shows that are on FM 107, you know, I take a lot of calls, and the, the poor, poor producer, she has to figure out all the buttons and whistles and bells and commercial time and such like that, along with answering, you know, the phone, and then along with taking your questions. And so the producers kept very busy on my radio show. There's been some producers that walk away just kind of shaking their heads going, well, that was, but the, the neat thing is, is that, you know, in any job, you, you know this very well, any job, when it when you're very busy, that it goes like crazy. It goes so fast. And through the years, the guests that I've had on, when they sat down, they're kind of like, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure. Oh, I said, oh, just, you're just talking to me to forget about the listeners and uh, and by the time we get off the air they're like my lord i never seen two hours go so fast and it's like i know it happens to me every week two hours you just blink your eyes and away it went and so hope you were you were on the line so yes I was just welcoming you two back to the Katie Kane well, show. thank you. So. I'm happy to be here. There you go. Yeah, and I told everybody to be gentle and kind to you <laughs> because the the producer, they don't realize how many balls you got to juggle over there. <laughs> yes. So I might have missed um, your introducing introducing Dr. Ralph and we do have a caller on hold and she might call back. Okay. Um, I'm not quite, I've never worked with both you and Dr. Ralph right. when it comes to questions. Right. So, and so then we figured out now with everything that's going on because he can't come to the station. And so what we do is, you know, I'll be interviewing him and then people can call in with their questions. And so then we put Dr. Ralph on hold, take the question, okay. go back to Dr. Ralph. It's kind of like a ping pong game. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and I know there's a couple of people that were willing, wanting to talk to but Dr. Ralph won't be calling in until five. Okay. And so they can call like, you know, like at 10 to five before we go to the big break. You Perfect. Know, type thing, get on hold to talk to Dale. But I'm going to be talking to him probably for at least 20 minutes. So they might want to wait till after the break. So you're not holding on so long. Sounds good. Okay. But yeah, Dr. Ralph is the guru, the master of masters of the ultrasound world and for pets. And so he's a super nice person too. You know, somebody can do as great in their field. Mm. It's like, yeah, I don't want to talk so much. <laughs> And Dr. Ralph, I could sit and talk for hours. I mean, he's just a super, uh, his knowledge is unbelievable. So, so, anyway, so hopefully we, but also I'll be taking your calls here from uh, four till, well, from now till, till Dr. Ralph calls in at five. Okay. So if you got any questions, you can give a holler. 651-641-1071. And we'll.
will uh, I can answer them before Doctor because when Doctor Ralph comes on ten to one, I won't be able to take any more calls uh, other than calls for Doctor Ralph. So, uh, so that's why if you have a question just for me, please call in now so so we can get to them before Doctor Ralph uh, comes on air. Okay. Uh, anyway, and also too, uh, you know, this is with COVID. <laughs> I'm not doing weekly classes yet, like beginner one classes. I I fine tune my puppy class to five pups a class, and then one human per class because we're inside now because of the weather and the day's getting shorter. And so I've got a 36 by 50 building, so it's not like we're on top of each other. So I'm doing puppy class, a two-time, hour and a half each uh, puppy class. And so that's why, for and it's so important for pups that are 12 weeks to like four and a half months or so to get in this so that they can get uh, meet other people, other dogs, get their social skills in. And in two weeks, boy, I, I give you a lot of input, 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 get the right training collar on the pup and give you, start getting some control and, and stuff on your puppy. And then I'm also doing private lessons. I also do over-the-phone consults. Uh, over phone consults are only uh, 35 and then um, you can go to my website go to my talk 1071.com go to my Katie canine show page and along with all the past shows on podcasts you can there's a link to my Facebook page which I post a lot of fun and educational stuff for you and then my and then my Katie canine website so you can check out my schedule because I just posted a whole bunch of uh, new classes so so like I say for right now I'm just doing uh, uh, one-time manners please class and that's for dogs that are like four and a half months five Five months and up and then uh, private classes and then the two time hour and a half uh, uh, let's see uh, puppy class and then I have I just started a new one last week called next step up and so people that have taken my manners class and my puppies class this is the next step up from that more stuff for you to learn so so go to my talk 1071.com go to the KDK9 show page and click on my website and then you can see all my great classes and then if you want a phone consult you can go through my website to get that pay 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 PayPal. That is really hard to say. Tongue twister. It really is. <laughs> it, it's, it's craziness is what it is. So, and then, like I said, I, I, I'm just still amazed at how many people are getting puppies because they're having a hard time finding rescue dogs. And so the big thing with puppies, folks, is that you got to remember, and please get your ears on, on this one, is that, first of all, you don't get a dog for a dog. If you want another dog, then you get another dog. Okay, but you don't get a dog saying, oh, my dog needs a friend. No. What it is is that if you want another dog, then you get another You get another dog. But you do not get a dog for a dog. And now, little hint here. Whether you get a puppy or whether you get a secondhand dog, if your dog is not friendly with other dogs, there's some dogs that do not like. They prefer humans. They don't care about their own kind. Don't think getting another dog is going to make your dog more friendly. Mm. Okay? And it's... A road to hoe to bring to try to do that. Just because you welcome the new dog in or new puppy, it doesn't mean that your you know, existing dog is going to. And then you've got to do that right, the introductions. And first of all, then too, before you even bring them home, you introduce your older dog or the you know the existing dog. You on uh, on. Uh, territory other than your own uh maybe you go to the foster people if you're getting a rescue dog and there or then you go to the pup where the pup is and introduce them off territory all right and just see how they get along and if they don't like each other there and you know what not everybody gets along never not every human gets along right and so you kind of find a personality that's conducive <laughs> to what you have if you have a real pushy this outrageous dog um, you don't want to get another pushy dog because you're going to push so hard somebody's going to get hurt all right so you want a more easier calmer dog but and then referee that to teach that pushy dog 
to calm down. <laughs> and then if you get a puppy, puppies are relentless on existing dogs. You know, whether it's a year-old dog or whether it's a 10-year-old dog, they want to yank at the face, the tail, the legs. So you got to pay referee, play referee, so that you uh, are, if the pups, start, even if they're playing together for five minutes and the pup is hanging off the existing dog's face, it's time for a timeout. Put the puppy on a, a leash and now that puppy is walking around with you. Now, also, too, is that what you, and this is huge, folks, huge. You have to be sure that the puppy does not bond to the existing dog. And that is what people, what happened, and people don't even realize until the existing dog, it could be five years down the line, it could be two years down the line. But the thing is, is that now if the pup bonded to the existing dog, then what happens when that existing dog leaves all of a sudden, you don't know that dog that's left behind because he depended so much on that other dog and instead of the humans in the pack. Oh, okay. And so then all of a sudden, you got a dog that is just upside down and sideways because oh. it's like, okay, where's my other half? Right. Because they didn't bond bond to the humans. And so that's why when you get a puppy and you have an existing dog, that puppy spends only a minute amount of time with that existing dog. Separate walks, separate car rides. Uh, put the dog on a leash. So like, let's say if you're in the kitchen doing dishes, that the pup is with you. Okay, or you hook them on to somebody other human. In there. <laughs> but the main thing is, is the pup spends more time with the humans. They can come together, that existing dog and the pup, can come together and play a little bit a couple times a day but none of this hours of playing number one and and uh, like i said you've got a, a referee it so if the pup is being too with those needle teeth those suckers hurt yeah <laughs> and so that's why you've got to be really really good you know about that so anyway it's just yeah i just uh, uh you uh, people i can't and then people they get two pups at a time they have to lead two separate lives. They can't be housed together in the same kennel. No. There again, one should be on one side of the bed, one on the other side of the bed. Limited time together. The pups are hooked to people. and the, Otherwise, they're going to bond to them, you know, to themselves, and you're going to be secondary, not primary. And I'll tell you, when that happens, training is tough. Because <laughs> they, they look at you like, and why am I listening to you? Because they're not bonded to you. So that's bonding is huge, huge. So you can um, give me a holler up at Katie's K9 or on the phone uh, right now, and we can talk about it because it's really, really important. Okay, we got to run. Here's a would you rather. You ready? Okay. Okay. Have to wear every shirt inside out or always wear different colored shoes. We'll be right back. This would be me, Katie K9. Now remember, we got Dr. Ralph. Uh, we're going to be discussing ultrasounds, the difference between X-ray and ultrasounds. One you should use one or the other. Dr. Ralph is the master and the creme la creme of ultrasounds and pets. And so, um, if you want to have a question for me, I want you to call in now because when Dr. Je- Dr. Jess, Dr. Val- Ralph comes on, we're just going to be take- feeling calls for him and then listening to what Dr. Ralph can teach us all. So give a holler if you got a question for me, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, here's a would you rather have to, have to wear every shirt inside out or always wear different colored shoes? Mm. What would you rather do? I'm going to go with the shoes. Okay. And why? I think I would just feel less silly and like more like fashionable to like, okay, always a new pair of shoes. There you go. Okay, different colored shoes. Now, does yes. that, well, that, that can be taken. Now, I'm taking it that different colored shoes means you have two, di- when you have your shoes on, oh. you have two different kinds of shoes on. 
I'm like not, thinking day by day. Okay, no. Like you that when you are wearing repeat. shoes, you have one. You mm. don't have a pair of shoes. They each are different. Got it. When you wear them. I'm still going to go with that, I think. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, see, I would do that too. Because the, thing, the, thing, the reason when I was thinking about wearing every shirt inside out, I would get tired of feeling the call. Did you know your shirt's yes. inside out? <laughs> yes, that your tag sticking out and yeah. yep, being and noticed. Besides that, I wear, <laughs> I wear all my hooded sweatshirts and they all have sayings and stuff like that on. Well, then what's well, the sense of no having one that? Could read, read it, it. properly. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and so that's why, yeah, I would always wear the different t- colored shoes, you know, um, so that's what I would do. So, yeah, give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071, if you got a question for me. And you just heard the uh, Nutrisource uh, treats. Uh, wh- one thing I want to bring do a big heads up, and I've talked about it a couple of times, is that most treats are on the front of the package is geared for you to make it look cute and fancy and, fu- you know, funny. So that you want, oh, my dog would love that. But if you flip it over and you read the ingredients, it's not good. The, the fewer the ingredients, the better. Now, Nutrisource has got freeze-dried treats uh, through Nutrisource and Pure Vita, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. You can go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and check these out. And it, so the, the freeze-dried, they're meat, freeze-dried. End of story. What, what is the ingredient? You know, lamb, turkey. Beef. There's nothing else. All right. Now, um, you you haven't uh, with Carly. I'll tell you the story, so you'll laugh every time too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I feel re- I've ne- I don't fish because I feel sorry for the fish. Okay. I just you know I I just have a really hard time. Well, Nutrisource came out with a, they came out with freeze dried minnows. Yeah. Okay. The cats and the dogs love these things, but I have such an aversion <laughs> to looking at these poor oh. little things. So when I open up the package, I never look at them. I just put them out for the cats and put them out for the dogs, but sure. I don't You look. close your eyes yes. and just grab yes. them yes. out yeah. of the bag. Yeah. Okay. Because I just feel so sorry for them. Oh. And so anyway, so yeah, that when Carly left last week, I gave her a package of Nutrisource freeze-dried meals. <laughs> and so with a big smile on it, because we had many laughs over Yes. That. But that's the big thing, is that now uh, on the Nutrisource, now they, only, they don't have them packaged in the dogs. They only got them packaged, the minnows, you know, in the cat section. Okay. They haven't come out with a big enough bag yet for people with dogs, but you can still just go to the cat section of the pure vita and there you see freeze-dried minnows you turn it over what's the ingredients minnows minnows that's it (laughs) right and so that's what you when you give your dog streets and cat streets don't be giving them junk where it has uh wheat uh starch uh the big thing here is look for red dye number red dye whatever i can't remember five. and then well no that's no. yellow dye number five red dye something but any yeah. if anything that has any coloring like that right. it's banned in the human world yes and so and it's, it's because of what it can do to our system and there's so many of the dog treats that have them in so that's why what's great with all the nutrisource treats they don't have all that kind of junk in there mm-hmm. you know like the new jerky treats they've got uh you know it's just the meat it's the apple cider vinegar it's canned pumpkin End of story. Perfect. And, and so that's, I mean, how but good can yes. you get for an animal? And so even though they doesn't say it like the jerky treats, my cats love them too. Uh, but the big thing is, is they're free, freeze-dried treats and such like that. They got all kinds of other treats too. But if you're really trying to do something healthy for your dog's boy, Nutrisource and Pure Vita has got it. And, and uh, so just give it a try. But yeah, the freeze-dried minnows, the dogs and the cats go nuts <laughs> over them. And maybe you can look at them, but I can't. But I, I, just because I can't look at them doesn't mean my You know animals, they're still good they're, yeah, for them. The cats are not, yes. they still get it. So that's a neat thing. Okay, let's take a question. Yes, we have Lisa, and she has a puppy that won't stop barking. All right. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? 
Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper do you have? I've got a multi poo. Okay. And, and how old? Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. And so, what are we barking at? Air, outside, inside, what? Uh, at the TV, inside, okay. constant. <laughs> okay. That's one of these dog commercials. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a huge one for for many dogs. And doorbells uh, and on TV or knocks on doors and such like that. Okay. So now when she barks, mm-hmm. what have you done? <laughs> Told her to shut up, put her in her kennel. Um, I've tried a bark collar, but I don't like using that on her. Okay. Uh, that's about it. Okay. For, uh, there's two other things or three things you do. Number one, you can get a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it shut. Keep it by the TV, okay? And so that when you're sitting okay. or wherever, and then make a couple of them, maybe you're in the kitchen dinging around and then now something comes on TV. And what you're going to do, because most small dogs are, are, are worried over noises. They're more sound sensitive. Yeah. So what you do is you sh- you deepen your voice and go, ah, Shake the can, and then your quiet word, quiet. Ah, that growl gets her attention, and then you, you're going to shake the can that get, that's like, whoa, what? And then it's going to be, why did you do that? Because I need you to quiet. You can say enough or quiet. Ah, shake, quiet. And you got to deepen your voice, slow it down. It's not the volume here. It's the deepness, and the, the deeper and lower your voices, the more serious you are in a dog's world, all right? So that's why you just got to, yeah. ah, quiet. As soon as she quiets, oh, thank you, very nice. Don't say good girl. Don't say good boy. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It's like saying, recess, we don't have to think. So when the dog stops barking, you're going to calmly go, thank you, to acknowledge a good behavior. And if it looks like she might, let's say she looks back at the TV, like she might try it again, give her a warning. Ah, 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 ah. And if the sushi looks at you, oh, very nice, thank you. But if she goes ahead with the bark, ah, shake, quiet. And your goal here is that after five, six times, now you saw it, you go, ah, quiet and if she doesn't quiet now you use the can at first it's ah, can quiet and then after five six times because you want her to listen to the words and respond correctly to them without the correction that's what we want all right the other thing you can try is take a hair mister fill it with water set it on stream and blast her in the face ah quiet as soon as she quiets thank you very nice thank you uh, also too what you can do is let her drag a nylon leash around so if she gets really good at trying to avoid the can or the water you can step on the leash and she can't go anywhere let's say you're sitting on the couch or you're sitting watching tv put a leash on her at first and so if something comes on the tv give the leash a quick pop hey quiet Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Don't pet her. Just, just oh, thank you. Because you want her to learn to listen to the word quiet means quiet. <laughs> okay? And some dogs that are more reactive, is, and the reason they are, and most uh, people don't want little dogs because they think they're barkers. Okay? And yes, they are in a way. And the fact, the reason is, is because most people use them as a wart. They're either on their lap or they're on, you know, they're carrying them around. They're not giving them anything mentally to think about. So they become more reactive to things around them. So that's why you do very well to start teaching tricks, start doing brain teasers. There's a, um, I'm always toting the books, uh, the big book of tricks for the best dog ever. That's, you can get online. And the other one is brain teasers for dogs.
Dogs by Soderman, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. And, the, and then and teasers, uh, brain teasers and tricks are two totally different. The brain teasers makes the dog truly think, I mean, and kind of almost reason, where dogs is, is are, the tricks are just kind of learning the cues and what it's going to do, all right? Yeah. And so a lot of people will go out and buy, they got those plastic, you know, uh, puzzles for dogs. But, you know, the problem with that is, is that, that once the dog figures it out, it's boring as all get out. It's like, you know, it's like doing the same puzzle over and over. It's like, you got anything else? And some of those things are so expensive. It's like, no. Get the book Brain Teasers for Dogs so then you can, you know, add new ones. And it, it's funner for you and it's funner for the dogs, okay? Is okay. That, okay, give that a shot. And then let me know. Either call me up at Katie's Canines or call me back next week and see how it goes, okay? I'll do that. Thank you much. Okay, kiddo. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Here we go. Would you rather be the best player on a losing basketball team or ride the bench on a winning team? We'll be back. What do you think of that song there? Isn't that Perry Como? And I know you know Perry Como. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so sorry. I do now, though. There you go. Yeah. No, but good old Perry Como. The, between uh, who let the dogs out and uh, hot diggity dog diggity, we got to keep everybody just Yes, happy. lively. There we go. Okay. Would you rather be the best player on a losing basketball team or ride the bench on a winning team? Okay, even though I'd never played basketball, I wasn't a fan of playing. Same I rather <laughs> I rather um, play on a losing team. I think I would have more fun, even though I'm not the best yep. at it. <laughs> and I would, uh, like I said, I never got into basketball. Oh, my daughter did for a while. Really? Okay. Yeah, but then oh. she got into volleyball. The volleyball was my thing in school. Me too. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love volleyball. Same. And so, yeah, I'd rather be the best player on a losing team because then you get, and that's my, my daughter found out. Is because uh, she was really crushed at four of her. I coached for three years. Uh, let's see, it was uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade volleyball for my daughter. But okay. they didn't have a coach. Coach, okay. And I played Fun. my fair share of volleyball. So I figured, well, they're only kids. I can't break them too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and so that she was really crushed that when she got into junior high. That um, the uh, about four of the gals were really they were really, they went to like volleyball camp yes, in the summer. Yes, and, and mm-hmm. so when when she got to high school, she got on the B squad instead of the A squad, and so she was just crushed. And it's just like, no, wait a minute. Okay, you're on the B team, and she was the star of the B team. Okay, and one of her yeah. girlfriends that she was very dear with got on the A team. And which was so funny because even though she went to all those uh, camps and stuff, uh, Nicole was, or Noelle was only 5'2". Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she sat the bench. She was on the oh, A-team. Right. But she sat the bench 95% of the time. And whereas Cassandra, they she, they just kept, because she was tall. And so they, and she was a good player. So she got to play. She hardly ever sat out a game. So I said that, you know, she was so crushed that she didn't make the A-team. Yes. I said, but no, that's not what it's about. It's about having, playing a game that you totally enjoy. I should have had you for that inspiration too. Yeah. I can totally relate to her. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that, you know, like I said, it, it drove me nuts that oh, she was so crushed yes. because of her friends that she, you know, that basically, we were coaching. but I said, right. no, 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 no. 
know. And you know, at the end of the or mid-season, she was. She says, you know, no, of course, no kids ever tell you you're right. No, of course not. <laughs> she says, I really am having a good time. Good. I, I said, I'm glad. She says, I'm glad I get to play a lot. And I said, good. Yeah. But of course, it no, nothing came Back out like, Mom, it. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, let's head to the phone lines. We have Rachel, and she has a question about dog toys. Okay, dog toys. Hey, Rachel. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for calling. What's going on? Well, a first-time dog owner. All right. Picked the dog up on Saturday. All right. And um, I just am very confused by all the choices. Yes. I, I know you've said that the pulls and tug ones aren't good. Right. Um, like the bones. We, he was the foster family gave us this large bone that he that she chews on, and I swear I saw blood on it. I, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't. So I don't know. Okay. I don't the peanut butter, you know, the the bowl that you spread the peanut butter in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. Now, what kind of pupper do you have? Uh, three years old, uh, red coon hound, and uh, German shepherd. Oh, well, that's an interesting mix. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, well, the main thing is, is that any kind of, the only bones you ever give your dog, nothing that comes off a shelf, nothing. Same with antlers, okay? The reason oh. is, is because all it is is like cement. It's like chewing on cement. There's no moisture oh. to it. And so, yeah, the dog doesn't destroy it, but it's going to start cracking their teeth left and right because right. they're chewing on cement. So, toss those, okay? okay. Now, only bone you're ever going to give is a raw butcher bone from the freezer thawed to room temperature. And what oh. you want is uh, either a knuckle or a joint bone, a gnawing bone. You do not want the shank bone, the ones that are long with the marrow in the center, because they lick the marrow, marrow out, and then they try to chew through the bone to try to get to the marrow they can't reach. Uh-huh. And so what happens is that that bone is so thick that will that it's not a gnawing bone. And so it will crack teeth also. All right. So okay. you want something that turns the dog sideways so they're using their cider, you know, choppers. And, but you can see them whittling away some of the bone. All right. If you're going to choose to give them a raw, if they've never had a raw bone before, you get one from the butcher shop, not a, not a smoked or anything like that. You just a plain, raw, frozen bone. All right. Okay. And so then what you do is you thaw it out and then uh, give it to them in their, like in their kennel or whatever. Because some dogs have get a little bit n- nutty when it comes to getting a raw bone. It becomes high value. Okay. It's like touch it and die. <laughs> you know? Okay. And so we'll give it to him in his kennel. So then ma- give it to him for maybe 20 minutes. And then open the kennel. Maybe use a squeaker toy. You know, squeak, squeak. Hey, come on out. And you want him to leave the bone in the kennel. Shut the door when he comes out. Okay, then get him onto something else. Go get the bone, rinse it off, put it in a Ziploc bag in two days or in a day, or, you know, in a, the next, not the next day, but the ne- other day. Take it out, let him chew on it again, and then throw it. Don't let it roll through the house so it becomes dry and brittle. All right? Okay. Stay okay. away from anything that's rawhide, pig, you know, pig ears, pizzle sticks, whatever, because that's all, uh, um, it's all cured, so it's high contents of salt, and there's a lot of formaldehyde in them, so you're embalming your dog before need be. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're better off, because just because they make it for the dogs doesn't mean we should give it to the dogs. Same with the cats. So the best toy in the world for a dog to play with, give him a head of cauliflower and let him have a field day. It's going to make a mess, so it's either in his kennel or outside. Give him a head of broccoli. Uh, give you know, just give them different like stuff to putz with, and you'll be really surprised after a while if they've never had it before. They may look at it and walk away like, "Well, what the heck is that?" <laughs> they have no idea. But then yeah. eventually, it'll, it'll it becomes something. The more it's introduced, and pretty soon they're having a ball. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, is this mm-hmm. the only dog you have? 
Yeah. Okay. So that's why, uh, and the thing is, is not to have toys in every room. No. What you want to do is that you want to build a relationship with this dog. My Zelda, who was uh, half Dane, half Boxer, she was about 90 pounds. She had one toy. It was a big rubber S that she just would carry everywhere and come and drop it in my lap. Like, okay, can we play with this? That was the only toy she had. So many people go out and buy all these toys. And and, and the squeaker toys, most dogs will get the squeaker out in 0.2 seconds because they hate that sound it bothers their ears and then once the squeaker is out they're like oh thank god i killed it i'm gonna live (laughs) but there are some dogs that like because the squeaker sound is like nails on a chalkboard to a dog okay in the human world but there are some people that like nails on a chalkboard and just as there's some dogs that love to run around squeak 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 and that drives me nuts and that's not going to happen in my house (laughs) and so that's why now they're the family of Kong toys, K-O-N-G. They have, uh, you want the black ones because you have a power chewer, all right? And so don't get the red ones. That's more dainty rubber. They can power through that pretty good. And they have different sizes. And always remember, now how many pounds is this dog? Uh, About 50 pounds. Okay. Because the bigger the diameter of something, the harder it is for them to crush it. So that's okay. why if you get the Kong toy, some of them look like beehives. They have a ball where you can ram a carrot into it. And so they can play with that all day. All right. And so that's the whole thing is find sensible, healthy choices. Just because they make it doesn't mean to give it to the dog. Right. And then get and then get some, um, you know, if you want some fetch toys or whatever, you could take old pair of jeans and uh, cut it and then twist them, knot them. And that's a great fetch toy. That's not oh. a chew toy. That's a fetch toy. All right, because okay. when you're first teaching fetch, you want things that hang out of the mouth, so the dog learns to drop it where you don't have to dig it into his mouth to get the ball. All right. Okay. Okay. And so then uh, sticks. Try to stay away from sticks, just for the fact that you don't want a dog to become enamored by sticks, because then they chew them, and then sometimes you know bad things can happen with that. You can sure. get you know, okay. slivers in their jaw or whatever type thing. So, but the whole thing is just just use some common sense, and there's more things around your house for the dog to have fun with. It's just kind of like look at two-legged kids. You could buy them every toy to ma- known to man, yeah. a two-year-old. And where right. do you find them? Digging on the cup- Tupperware cabinet. <laughs> and they're having more fun with the Tupperware than any of the toys that you ever got them. All right? Right. And so that's the whole thing. It's just use some common sense. Have a few toys and then rotate them. And this fine. He's going to have his favorite. Like like I said, my Zelda with her, her rubber S. She just, it was just so funny. And she was so dainty with that. She would lay in bed and, and have it like her paws over the top of it. Aww. And so then it would hook in the S. And I'd slowly bring it up and her foot would come up with it. And she'd be looking at me, looking at a foot, looking at me. And then foot's getting higher and higher. And all of a sudden she'd gently, gently just take, you know, where the, the middle of the S. She'd put her mouth on it and just slowly pull it from my hand like, okay, that's high enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we just did fun little games like that. So so don't get roped into buying every toy known to man. Just okay. you know, look around, have some fun. I had one guy that came to class. He had a you know what a mastiff is. Yeah. Okay. This is it's the heaviest dog in the world. Uh, one week we were working on fetch, and I says, "Bring whatever fetch toy that you use." Okay. He gets out of the car, gets the dog out, goes back to the tailgate, opens the tailgate, and brings out a trailer tire. And I looked at him. I said, "No way." He said, "Way, watch this." And he he, he you know 
threw it sideways, obviously, kind of like a Frisbee, sort of. But anyway, that dog ran out and got it, and he not only picked it up, but it was straight out from his mouth, okay? It wow. wasn't hanging down. He had the muscles in his jaw and his neck to just bring it back, and he was just a happy camper. So that he found a trailer tire worked great for him. Wow. And the dog doesn't need to do two, 27, 20, uh, everybody, uh, your age, not your age, the dog's age. <laughs> uh, yeah. He doesn't need to chew, chew. His teeth are all in. He's, you know, you just want to, like a raw butcher bone once in a while to keep those teeth clean is awesome. You could take some gauze and wrap it on your finger and just kind of go a lot. You can get uh, toothpaste for dogs if you want. And then just kind of go along the gum line and the teeth. And just to get them used to, just start out with a touch of a couple teeth. And when he gets used to you going like that, that's a great way to keep the teeth in good shape. You know, as between chewing on a raw bone. And then okay. using gauze and such like that to keep the teeth. Because everybody thinks that dog has a two twenty four seven, and it's like, no, that creates a smoking habit where he doesn't okay. know how to just be still and hang in there. So, okay, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So, okay. But, yeah, I've got a manners please class that you might want to you know, take a shoot of. Because at three years old, he's a sponge. He's going to, you know, you're out of the puppy mush brain. So whatever you take the time to teach him, he's going to learn fairly fast. Oh, it's wow. just okay. it's just organizing you and the dog. And so even if you just got him, I try to tell people as soon as you get him, get into a class. Don't give it like a couple months or so, so they can bl- no, cuz then you start changing the rules cuz now you're, you know, you're both getting organized. So if you right. jump into a class right away, you're learning about him, he's learning about you and all as well and you're going forward and building a good team. So, oh, great. Okay. Okay, so you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and then click on my website, and you can see that what classes i got coming up and see if anything works for you. Okay? Oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much. Well, thanks for the call, and, and congratulations. Oh, what's your pupper's name? Winnie. Winnie. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Take thank care, you. kid. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, where are we at there, Miss? Are we? We got to go to break. Is it <laughs> Would You Rather time? Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. Here's another Would You Rather. Where is it? There you go. Be able to taste colors or smell sounds. Taste colors or smell sounds. We'll be back. Let's get on to. All right. Thanks for listening. It must be Sunday because I'm here and Hope is on the other side. So we're working together as a new team here. Yes. There we go. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. And I forgot to mention at the top of the hour, the Vikings-Packers game. We don't need to talk about I it. I know it. I know it. I just, well, the Vikings lost. Yeah. So that's why I didn't put my Vikings jacket on. I decided to wear my 911 because it was nine. I had my 911 drive on Friday. We'd uh, honor the remembering 911. Never forget. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, well, I'm going to wear red, white, and blue today and not the Vikings. And you said it's a drive you do? Yeah. Every so what year? I do every year on the corner, it's not a parade okay. because what it is is to honor everybody has to, whether you want to drive your mower, a tractor, or an ATV, oh. a car. Uh, we got hay wagons, uh, sure. and then we decorate them with flags, and then I've got signs, uh, United We Stand, oh. you know, remembering 9-11, and so, and because of the year, what's going on right now, mm-hmm. we usually come back for a potluck at our house, mm. and so this year it was uh, bag lunch, brown bag lunch, well, so whatever, you, if you want to come right. back, you know, we got the table and the space, and that, but you're, you know, on your own, I had some individually wrapped snacks in case, you know, people just, so it was, it was nice, and so oh, we go around nice. what's called the big block. And we, there's an old cemetery in Hugo that is from the early 1800s that nobody knows about. It's in the back. It's literally on somebody's land. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so we always make a stop there because there's a lot of kids born ba- buried in there. Mm. It's really it's interesting. So we do that. And so every year, so I've been doing it 19 years now. And so wow, it's, it's yeah. been every year. So there's been years, there's 10 people. 
it's been pouring rain, we still go. Uh, we go to the small block that one, though. We don't do the sure. big block. <laughs> but way to honor But anyway, yeah. And so, like I said, it's just hmm. so we see, every year we go. So it's just like, and, yep. And we did it this year. So we did it Friday. And next year will be on Saturday. Usually what we do is we do it the closest Saturday to the actual date, you know, September 11th. Sure. The closest Saturday. Yeah. We do, so. Okay. Will you, would you rather be able to taste colors or smell sounds? Oh, um. <laughs> it's kind of a tough one. That's so tough. Because mm, it could be good. It could be bad yeah. either way. Yeah. I'm going to go with taste colors. Okay. And is I have reason? no reason. Okay, no. no reason. <laughs> I've been really thinking about this because this is a tough one. Yes. I think I'd like to smell sounds. Okay. I, I really would because colors, I don't want like all red tastes like cherry or all green tastes like, you know, I, Grass, I don't, yeah, uh, yeah, see, I, I don't know. You I don't, you don't know. Question. So I think I would take smells. I, right. I, sm- I smell <laughs> sounds because kind of that's what dogs do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Well, there's okay. a good response or answer why. Oh, well, there we go. Okay, so doctor, just a reminder, Dr. Ralph is going to be calling in at a little after five, so we're going to talk to Dr. Ralph. He is the master of masters, a master guru of the ultrasounds. And so when I, wanted to, I want him to teach us, uh, like, what is an ultrasound? And then what's the difference between an x-ray and an ultrasound? And when should you do an x-ray and when should you do an ultrasound? You know, with the information, how you're going to get things. So, so, anyway, so we want to talk about that. So anyway, okay, head, head to the phone. Yes, we have Rochelle, and she has questions about kennel training. All right. Hi, Michelle. Rochelle. Hi, Rochelle. Sorry you? about that. Good, good. What do you need to know about kennel training? So, we have a German short hair puppy, brand new. All right. Um, kennel training, or trying to kennel train. So, we'll have him in the kennel often. Um, let him out as soon as he gets out of the kennel. Let him play. Put him back in. But at night, he, even though he pees on anything. So he'll pee in his kennel, even if he's been let out and water's been cut back. How old is the pup? Huh? How old is he? He's seven months old. Oh, seven months. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you had him? Had him for three months. Okay. And tried, like, had a bigger kennel, then put put him in a smaller kennel. Um, Okay, what? urinary tract infection or anything, took him in for that. Okay. Yeah, what type of kennel? Do you have the all-wire kind or the plastic? Wire. Get rid of the wire. And the reason is dogs are denning animals. They want to feel their back is covered. Many dogs cannot take the wire kennel because they feel like they're vulnerable to their surroundings. Then people go and put covers on them. And then the dog pulls it through and eats the cover. And so what happens also, those no- they make a lot of noise. Put your front half in there and move around. And it's very tinny sounding. And that unnerves many dogs. I would strongly suggest for you to get a plastic kennel. And then also what I would strongly suggest, start feeding him in his kennel. He has to go to his kennel to be fed. All right? Okay. And then when and periodically throughout the day say kennel real happy and then throw a treat in there. Sometimes the door closes, sometimes the door doesn't. Put him in there for 5 minutes here, a minute here, a half hour, a couple hours, and vice versa, all right? And so then eventually he's going to start like he always leave the door open so he can go in if he chooses also. 
All right. But the, what I'm finding is that many, many people are getting these wire kennels with all these dogs being gotten out during the COVID thing. And the problem is, is that the dogs hate them unless they're brought up from a very young age and they have good, good self-esteem, good confidence. Most of the dogs hate them. And then I tell people, shove it into a corner so one side's covered and the back is covered and then get three quarter inch plywood so it's heavy and put it on the top to try to take some of the tin noise around tin noise out all right you could do no in the wire kennel Okay. If you want to not, if you don't have the money for a plastic one, they, if you go on marketplace or whatever, man, they're, they're selling them all the right. all the time. So anyway, but otherwise, if you're going to choose to keep the wire kennel, you can try shoving it into a corner so the side and the back is covered. Three quarter inch plywood on top to take some of the tinny noise out of it. So you got one side open and the front open. And so then some dogs they even have to have that long side that's open, half of that closed, so they can go to the back of the kennel and feel like their back is covered. Like the noise? Well, there's no. It's, it's, he's not comfortable. He doesn't. He's right. not comfortable in his house, so he's not he's taking. Also humping, humping his Okay, yeah. Well, you you put that at stop. Is he fixed yet? Huh? I'm sorry. Why? Is he fixed yet? No. Okay. Yeah. You want him, but seriously, start thinking about getting him fixed. <laughs> and the big I thing. I thought you weren't supposed to do that. I thought you're supposed to wait. Well, no, there the the jury's still out on that. In my book, the minute the dogs, the male dogs, start lifting their legs more on a regular basis, they're done because that's when they're getting fixed. And the reason is their hormones are doing the flip flop and they're becoming a man. Okay. Okay. And so that's why that you can. There's so much new. Uh, you know. They always try to reinvent stuff, and I'm sorry, but once a dog is set, I don't believe with fixing them too young. That's very detrimental, okay, like under six months. But after six months, seven months, eight months, it's between seven months and a year, it's perfectly fine. But being, I would, I would get them fixed, number one. And number two, it doesn't make him lazy or fat or anything. It just makes him so he just can't have little babies, okay? Yeah. And so then, um, and then when he, anytime you see him humping, you you do a resound, clap your hands, stomp your feet. Ah, wrong. Okay, let him know that this is unacceptable behavior. Because I really believe the longer a dog does it, they start getting a high of it right. after a while. And then it becomes a really bad habit. At first it seems funny, but then all of a sudden it's a pain in the butt. And the dog, yeah. they go a little cuckoo is what they do. When they get overexcited, right away they're looking for something to hump. Okay? And so that's why we want, you want to always give me, if you have to, take a, a plant mister, hair mister, fill it with water, blast him in the face when he starts humping. Ah! wrong okay and so let him know that this is not my unacceptable behavior and then redirect him where's your ball come on over here get him on to something else just don't stand there and wait and see if he's going to do it again okay okay but so yeah at night, so at night i mean is there should i take the pad out like put a rug down no i would give him nothing in the kennel right now okay just the bottom just the bottom don't worry i know remember when we were young when we were kids you know 14 under 40 we could sleep on cement and it never bothered us okay right. now we can't even get down and then try to get back up again <laughs> but anyway yeah, right. but anyway no so you i know there'll be plenty of time to get them nice cushy beds but right now is not the time you want to okay. just make them so that and start feeding them in the kennel make it more comfortable and then like i say feed them in the kennel and then eventually this this should too go away okay okay thank you you bet kiddo take care bye-bye bye-bye all right all right okay now we're gonna have got we're gonna be going to break and then when we come back we'll have we'll have dr ralph uh and we'll be talking to him and so if you got questions at first we'll be talking to ralph and then you guys can call in questions for him okay 
So the big thing is, let's see, what should we do? Okay, would would you rather be able to run as fast as a lion? Okay, fly or fly, but only as fast as a turtle. We'll be back. Um, who are you? I'm you, from the future. What do you want? I want to tell you about Dave. Dave has your future money. Spend it on whatever you need. With extra cash from Dave, you can get up to 500 bucks instantly with no interest and no credit check. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. 